This episode is brought to you by Jinx, the superfood-powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about. See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Well, we've got some people trying to make a couple comebacks. We're going to tell you who they are on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And we are live at Bodies by Burgoon in Northeast Minneapolis as part of our Santa Stop broadcast. Uh, the Santa Project, if you uh, are out and about and have some toys in your car, why don't you drop on by, say hello. Uh, so, but Bradley... We, got, we heard over the weekend that uh, somebody we haven't heard from in quite some time is talking again. Yeah, so Billy Bush, remember that name? Yes. That's a name a lot of people will remember, of course, from, oh, just over a year ago when uh, allegations came out, or not allegations, a very um, shocking video came out mm -hmm. showing some audio of the future president of the United States and Mr. Billy Bush, of course, uh, formerly an entertainment reporter and uh, face about television. Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to celebrities and entertainment uh, news and reporting, they were making some really inappropriate jokes, comments about women and sexual assault in a, in a way that ultimately led him to be fired, you'll remember. Right, Billy Bush. Billy yes. Bush being fired, mm -hmm. indeed. Um, and then he kind of was sent to go away island. Now, this, remember, was over a year ago, but it was also before this current, most recent spate of sexual assault allegations and uh, investigations that mm -hmm. is currently underway. Mm -hmm. So kind of... I don't want to say perfect, appropriate, timely timing, if you will, to have Billy Bush now. Timely timing. Na timely timing. I'm mm -hmm. really good at words. Mm -hmm. uh, he penned an op-ed in the New York Times that talks about, well, he addresses that particular incident mm -hmm. that was caught on videotape. But he's also clearly in the process trying to rehabilitate his career. I mean, he did lose his job. He does have a family, and he mm -hmm. does want to go back and do what he did before, which is to be on television. Part of that will also include, uh, it sounds like he's going to be on Colbert tonight. Mm -hmm. So this is obviously a definite strategy to, to make a comeback. And frankly, you know, having read the, the uh, op-ed and considering all that has happened in the intervening months mm -hmm. and year, mm -hmm. I, I, you kind of got to feel like Billy Bush got the raw end of the deal. Isn't that, that, that was the, my immediate thought. I, I remember when, when I think back to that time, I feel like we all were like, yeah, you need to go to go away island, Billy Bush. You were basically like a, you aided and abetted this conversation and, and you were certainly part of it. And But it sounds so, ba like, it sounds so minor compared well, to the stuff that we've heard for the last few exactly. months. Exactly. And so, and so I think you're right. I think that we've, um, we've come to a spot where we probably are slightly more forgiving of Billy Bush than we were when this all went down um, because so much worse has happened. And so, 
I think he is poised for a comeback at a, at a really good time. This is he's he's seizing this opportunity to come forward and and uh, sort of insert himself in the story in a productive way. And can I also say that part of his op-ed is uh, him stating unequivocally that he supports the women that came out and spoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and alleged that um, you know the the now president of the United States sexually harassed or assaulted them. Mm-hmm. So he's using this op-ed as a, an opportunity to to acknowledge and to um, say essentially that he believes these women. I'm sure that he probably hooked up with some sort of um, what do they call them? Uh, not disasters, like a person who um, a PR person, crisis, who, management, crisis team. management team, exactly. And and he and they probably said, you know, you got to wait for the right opportunity and then strike and figure out the most productive way to do that. I think about Monica Lewinsky. I think she probably did the same thing. A lot of times when people find themselves embroiled in these. Um, in, in scandals like this, um, and they've had a career, they, they've, they've got people well, who try to fix it for them. you've also just got to think about Billy Bush in particular. You, I mean, he's got to feel a little bitter, the fact that he lost his job and tens of millions of dollars, whereas the guy that he was with in the video kind of leads mm-hmm. the free world. Yeah. I also, can no? I just point Anyone? something else out though really quick about Billy Bush? Because I think, um, I think we've also forgotten about another little thing. What? Do you remember his um, involvement in the um, Ryan Lochte scandal? The no. robbery in Brazil? What was his involvement in he that? He basically ran into Ryan Lochte after a night of partying. Ryan Lochte oh, was still he the drunk. Who, he's oh, the reporter who ran into I had him. Forgo- I had and he that. said, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, I just got robbed or whatever. And Billy Bush just ran with the story, thinking that he had a scoop, but he didn't ever double, he didn't vet anything at all. He just ran with it, which isn't entirely his fault, but certainly, you know, he found himself. So it's not like Billy Bush is like, He's trying to make a comeback, and I'm not saying that he shouldn't, um, but it's interesting to me that this will eclipse, the story that he's telling now will eclipse that transgression as well. Okay, I've got somebody else who's trying to make a comeback, Bradley. All right. And this um, it remains to be seen whether or not this comeback is a productive one. Do you remember the name Joey Lawrence? Oh, I mean, I, I haven't forgotten the name. Do you want to say it, or do you want me to say it? Whoa. That's from, how most from people would remember him, probably. He was from uh, the TV show Blossom, Whoa. also from another one of our favorite shows, Give Me a Break. He was the like little, little kid on Give Me a Break. And Splash. What? Remember the television show Splash? He was no. one of the hosts. Oh, you mean the diving show. Yeah. I thought you meant not there was the, a movie or a TV not, show based on the story about the mermaid played no. by Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway, well, he, he is, uh, you know, he's trying to get his singing career off the ground again. And he has uh, recorded a new Christmas single. Tell me what you think of Christmas Time by jo- Joey Lawrence. Guys are all baking, Because he goes back and forth. He has hair and then no hair. No, he's hairless right now. 
He's currently without hair. I think hair. he has some kind of a rug experience. Can I ask you, did you just hear the same song I did and the first thing you asked Mirror. about was his hair? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's what I was preoccupied by because okay. you were scrolling through pictures, but that song reminds me of the clip we played at the top of the show with Britney Spears doing a cover of Elvis. Okay, thank you. Because it sounds very like... Should we revisit Britney Just so you can hear a side-by-side, here's Britney. Doing Elvis. I mean, singing Elvis. I mean, yeah, thanks. Why is she okay. doing baby voice? That's I know, right? I well, she always does. That's what she does. Okay, now for side by side comparison, can we play Joey Lawrence one more time? <laughs> yeah. We can. Okay, sorry, I didn't give you any heads no up. So Here now you remember what Britney Spears sounded like. Here's Joey Lawrence's new holiday single, Christmas Time. I just, I didn't I think mean, that he said buckle up and I was ready to hit the dump button. Thank you. Yes. He was, well, he was very forceful with it. I was like, oh my gosh, Joey, okay, Joey Lawrence, I'll put my seatbelt right on. Yeah. Are we in a car? Where are we going, <laughs> Where are we going? with Joey Lawrence? Where are we going I also like Joey? to know that I'm watching the music video for this new Joey Lawrence Christmas song and he has peach fuzz for hair. Okay. Yeah, I, I so think he, he got s- plugs and then sometimes he lets them grow and sometimes he shaves it. It's very disturbing to watch um, when he grows. That's like go just Google Joey Lawrence hair. And just watch Because remember watch that the, the thing with Joey Lawrence when he was big, when he was like when we were in uh, what? When he was in his hate prime. Yeah, like, was, like we were in like high school. High school or yeah. college and uh, he had long thick mm-hmm. You know, mullet. wavy hair. He had yeah. a mullet. All right, so I think it's safe to he say... He almost went to my college, by the way. He did? Yeah. Okay, that's like a legend <laughs> that they share at, at... No, I swear to God, he applied at McAllister <laughs> College. Lawrence I'm not even lying. Went to my college. <laughs> I mean... We also had the guy... you proud, No, we, we also had... <laughs> If Joey Lawrence went to your college, you would be like, Oh, totally. Joey Lawrence is my best friend. Yeah. Um, oh, no, what was I going to say now? You got me off track. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Dang. I'm sorry. Um, um, no, just... we also had the guy who did, did the, we learned it by watching, or I learned it by watching you. He yeah. went to McAllister. Yeah, the guy okay. from the PSA. It's a good one. Uh, all right. Well, when we come back here on the Colleen Bradley Show, enough about Joey Lawrence. We don't think his comeback is going to stick. Uh, have you ever... Okay. Have you... Has anybody been following the Dear David ghost story that is on no. um, Twitter? It's, it's this guy, Adam Ellis, sharing a story that actually has been happening to him. I'm going to tell you about it. We're going to try to decide if this is legit or if he's actually just trolling us. Stick with us on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 107.1. Previously on Jason and Alexis. I would love to name my sons Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Like, a, you know, roll call. Huey Matheson, here. Dewey Matheson, here. Yeah, I mean, Those are all here. actually legitimately really cute names, though. Oh, yeah. but if like, you're Huey, Dewey, Dewey, that Louie sucks. Your what? name is Dewey? No. I love that name. That seems squishy and wet. No. I love that name. Dewey? Yeah. Dewey, really? I Dewey. <laughs> Dewey? Dewey? Yui? Yeah. Why would you want to be Dewey? 
Dewey. I, that would be my least Dewey's of the three. I'd be like, really? oh, man, I'm Dewey. Really? I'm, oh, Dewey's cute. I gotta be Dewey. Yeah, I'm with you, Jace. We've just said Dewey so many times. times. <laughs> yeah, many, many. Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. All right, here's the question. Is this ghost story really happening or is this guy trolling us? Um, that's what we're talking about on the Colleen and Bradley show I mean, on My Talk 1071. So, I mean, there's that, but what were you saying? Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are also broadcasting live from Bodies by Burgoon as part of our Santa project. Come down and say hi. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That uh, non-believer is Bradley Trainer. Okay, so this is... Um, this has been going on on Twitter since about August. It's a Twitter feed by the na- by a guy by the name of Adam Ellis, and he's a cartoonist for BuzzFeed. And so a lot of people follow him just because he's a cartoonist for BuzzFeed. Sure. And he's got kind of an interesting perspective. Well, he, in August, he started to um, share on Twitter things that were happening in his apartment. It started with a dream that he was having of this uh, of a kid that he called David, and David looked like he had been hit over the head. Okay, and the kid was appearing in his dream. He thought nothing of it. Then strange things started to happen in his apartment. Things like his cats always uh, t- you know, sitting at the door and meowing at the same time every night. Mysterious things moving around. He, he uh, had like a nanny cam in his house so that he could record what was happening. And? And he was seeing things move. He was seeing um, like a, a, a rocking chair rock. He was seeing things fall off the walls with no explanation, okay? And, there, and it goes on and on and on and on. And, it's, and he's been tweeting about this consistently since August. Mm-hmm. Most recently, and actually what you can do if you want to, see, I don't want, his Twitter handle is something I'm not going to say. So if you look up Adam, Why? Um, Adam oh. Ellis on uh, Twitter, you will <laughs> get to his word. Twitter profile. And he's made a Storify with all of the tweets about this uh, ghost that he calls Dear David. And, um, and, and you can, you know, click on that and see. But, okay, so the last thing that happened is this. He did this, um, he realized that there was a part of his apartment that, he, that didn't, there was like a gap between the ceiling of his apartment and the and the top of the of the building mm-hmm. and he was like I, and he kept on hearing noises from up there and he was like i want to see what's up there so he gets this like there's a um trap door he gets this really long pole and he takes video of himself doing this so he can post it on the facebook or on his twitter so he takes this big long pole and he pushes open the top of the the trap door of the, that goes up to and his crawl body space. Pulls out. <laughs> No. Skeleton. But something does fall out. Hair. It's a shoe. This oh. l- Look at this shoe. It's a little boy's antique shoe that falls out. Okay. I mean, then this is not he real. Calls his, then he calls his, um, his landlord, and he's like, come over, and can you please get up in this crawl space and tell me if there's anything up there, because I keep hearing noises up there. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What is it? A corpse. So he goes up there. A skeleton. And he finds this antique marble from the 1900s. Oh, wow, a marble. Okay, but so you think this is BS. Well, I mean, first of all, it's the internet, so I don't believe anything that's on it most of the time. Um, Or at least it's suspect. So uh, how do we know he's not just playing us? I mean, that's... I I could do this and come up with all sorts of shenanigans, and you'd be like, oh, that's that's fascinating. Okay, 651-641-1071. If you've been following this, I'm curious if people think he's this is serious or if he's trolling us. I, when he started these in August, somebody sort of like, uh, you know, piqued my interest in them and they've been written up in different publications, right? Like Buzzfeed obviously has done something on it, but the daily mail, other kind of totally legitimate websites, Buzzfeed, the daily mail, any radar online stories, Colleen? (laughs) Rude. Anyway. So I started following it back in August. It's the wall street journal. Let me know. I believed all of it until very recently when I was like, okay, now that's just a little too convenient. What? The the shoe falling down was like the, one of the things, and then okay. So you just don't believe this at all? I no, I like mean, I just, did. Well, first from, of all, there's no such thing as ghosts. So, but see, I disagree. Yeah, so I know that that <laughs> makes it seem like it could be possible for you. Okay, this is where I really stopped believing it. He apparently found pictures on his phone of, that he had taken. Of, oh, that is so not real. That is not real. Do you think that's real? I want it to be real. Why? Because I want like a good ghost, like a real ghost story to pay attention to. Can I ask you a question? To. Do you believe in leprechauns? Um, snow. 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 What's a snow? I was going to say sure, but then no. Okay. Do you believe in fairies? Yes. Well, mm-hmm. okay. That's rude. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. I mean like the Tinkerbell kind. Yes. You believe yes, in fairies? Yes, I believe, that, I believe that there are things okay. that we can't well, see so that I are real. I think you just made all of my points for me. Mm. I'll just put this over here. Holly, have you paid attention to this, guys? Oh, see, this is I the know, part of the curious. show. No, I'm just this curious. This is the part of the show where Colleen tries to engage someone else to justify her No, kook, I was just curious if Holly, because Holly gets around on the internet. Holly is a rational human being. Holly? I have not been following this story. This is the first time that I ever heard of this story. Really? Okay. If you see the picture of the the alleged ghost child on the couch, it becomes clear to me that this is just a hoax. I don't know. He, his his head is kind of deformed. Know, I'm just gonna guess by this the name of this person's Twitter handle that I can't say on the radio that yeah. perhaps he's just pulling one over on you, Cully. Um, but he's pulling one over on the entire internet then. So here's what like I would do. The internet would never but lie. lie. I'm going to create a ghost awesome. story and I'm going to show you how this is done. Mm, okay. Yeah, no, I could totally do this. Are you going to do this now no, for me? No, I don't have time. Okay, well, but okay. I could. Oh, I don't have time. I have, but I have that. Okay, when we come back, find out why Gwyneth Paltrow is topping our D-Bag list yet again today oh, on the Colleen and Bradley Show on Ooh. My Talk 1071. 
My Talk 1071. Everything. No more rhymes now. I mean it. Anybody want to feel it? Entertainment. Well, Gwyneth Paltrow is a D-bag again. Bradley Trainer on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. We are live at Bodies by Burgoon as part of our Santa project. Come on over, say hi. Uh, but right now, we have to get to our D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Okay, I'm giving it to Gwyneth. I'm giving it to Gwyneth because Gwyneth um, is doing one of those goop summits again. Oh, God. You know how she does that? It's like uh, her way of (sighs) fleecing the public out of uh, money, valuable dollars, so that they can come in and hear. I got to give her credit. She's smart. She is. I mean, sure, fine, except for... Um, she is, uh, of, of the many people that she is highlighting at her Goop Summit, she's highlighting specific doctors and experts who um, believe that um, the treatment that they give people with HIV is actually killing them. Oh, you know, the God. treatment that they're giving people oh, with HIV God. that have made them live, live yeah. is killing them. Oh. This is like one of those things where like, um, yeah, dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, um, what it, okay, so you're telling me that, so she's, she's got the summit, and then she's bringing in doctors who are basically saying uh, okay. medicine doesn't work. Ready? Okay. Dr. Kelly Brogan, who's a quote holistic health psychiatrist, um, she believes that um, the notion that HIV causes AIDS is a meme that has been brought upon us by the medical scientific industrial marriage, and that the drug toxicity associated with AIDS treatment may very well be what accounts for the majority of deaths. it's actually called science, Mm -hmm. and uh, when in doubt, science. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is not a scientist. No, but she wants you to believe. She goes by doctor so that well, people she's will got a think. PhD. See, this is. I think we talked about this the other day about you know about really like looking at science before you make some decisions about things in your life, right? But the, the problem is, is that if you don't know exactly what you're looking for, and you just see the word doctor, or you see psychiatrist, or you see, you think that that person may be reputable. So it's hard to know right at first blush that this person is cuckoo. Yeah, if you're not basing things on actual science, then maybe steer clear. Especially when it comes to your health, and uh, specifically when it comes to disease, uh, diseases and Mm -hmm. things that can actually kill you. Right. Right. I mean, when you think about how far we have come in terms of how HIV is managed, um, it is that is that is no. That isn't a coincidence. That isn't an accident. That is that was hard work done by sciencey scientists. Yeah, it's uh, billions of dollars mm-hmm. of research um, and public awareness. And you know, it's fitting because we just celebrated World AIDS Day, uh, yes. or honored or appreciated World AIDS Day. And um, here in Minnesota, I think the numbers were like something like three hundred people are still diagnosed with HIV uh, in a given year in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there's a sense that oftentimes the, you know, oh, it's fine now. There's mm-hmm. a cure, which there's not a cure. Mm-hmm. Um, people are living longer. People are living lives with HIV. But um, that does not mean that we don't 
don't want to prevent more people right. from getting that diagnosis. Thanks to the medical interventions yes, that science. have been developed. Science. Um, by the way, this is my favorite one, and you know how this is going to sit with me. This uh, Dr. Kelly Brown. Oh, wait, wait, does she have opinions about autism? No, I oh. mean probably, but okay. I haven't sought those out yet. Okay. No, she has posted on her um, on her Instagram page, Heal Depression and Anxiety in 44 Days. It's the first and only online toolkit. Um, it's a vital mind reset. Mm. Okay. okay. Science again? No. 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 Okay. No. 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 All right. Mm-hmm. So uh, just I'm, all I'm saying is goop carefully, okay? Or yeah. Or not at all. I mean, it, it's one thing if you want to buy their like smelly candles and, you know, uh, healthy stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing if they're trying to say, hey, don't go to the doctor. Doctors yeah. are evil. Yeah. No? Okay. Yeah. All right. Bye. Uh, well, I would like to add to the list somebody else today and her name. Oh, look at this. Pamela Anderson. Why does that name ring a bell? Well, because I think she was a D-bag last week. She was. Is she a new a kind of D-bag this week? Actually, you know what? I'm not going to be totally um, anti-Pam Anderson because I think within her D-bag status, she is making a point that it, um, is not necessarily being given much attention. Okay. So... Let's remind people why she was a D-bag last week. I feel like last week she victim-shamed the victims of Harvey Weinstein by basically saying that you they should have never gone to a um, hotel room. Okay, thank you. Quote, you know what you're getting into if you go to a hotel room alone. Okay, okay. That was speaking yes. in reference okay. to the women who were sexually assaulted by Harvey mm-hmm. Weinstein. And she said, you know, he, she knew he was a creeper, blah blah blah, 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 And then you'll remember there was a lot of hue and cry, uh, mm-hmm. some of which we shared on our very show last week. And We hewed and cried. She, we hewed and cried. And uh, on Saturday, she published an essay in which she responded to some of this criticism about her comments. Um, she did call Weinstein a sexist pig and a bully, but mm-hmm. she did not apologize for her victim-blaming Marks. Okay. She said, in fact, quote, so this is not victim blaming, but looking at the issue from the angle of women being aware of certain problems and how to spot them and fight them. It's totally hypocritical to ignore this. And she goes on, but essentially the point that she's making is like, you know, um, telling women to be or saying that, you know, uh, women need to be careful of the world that they're in is not like saying that they should be responsible if something happens. But that to me seems a little bit different than what she actually said. Yeah. Which again, you know, blaming the women who went into those hotel rooms with Harvey Weinstein for being sexually assaulted seems like victim blaming to me. Yeah, it does a little bit. And there's sort of a difference between uh, referring back to something that already happened and blaming the women for that and looking forward and saying, you know here are some things that, that we learned from these women that we can be aware of going forward. That isn't victim shaming to say that in the same way, right? Exactly. Right. She, she goes on to say, the causes of the problem and the solutions are complex and women who do not live in the utopian bubble must be aware of what is going on. And that is what I have highlighted. I do not wish to apologize for what I've said. Uh, this is exactly what I am saying. This exactly what I am saying. What I am saying is okay. a problem oh, okay. with the contemporary, and this I think belies, you know, where she is. Uh, this exactly what I am saying, Colleen, is a problem with contemporary, quote, victimhood feminism. The people who subscribe to that notion tolerate and actually expect women to talk about the stories of abuse and experience with creeps. Sometimes her, she, uh, she says a lot of smart words and they surprise me. 
Do you know what I mean? Like she strung together a whole bunch of thoughts that I'm like, I, w- I want to hear more about that thought process. Pamela Anderson. Yeah. I don't agree with it, but like it surprises me that she's so deeply thoughtful. I mean, does it surprise you though that Which Pamela probably Anderson a has a problem with feminism? Because I feel mm. like her career, she's probably been the, the, um, she's been the object the, the, yeah. of their scorn mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, sure. right? Because she has a career that's, you know, maybe perceived to be um, based on her boobs. Kind of booby. Yeah. Booby she's forward. A booby, she's a boob, boob forward. forward. Career. I mean, and hey, there are you know, notes of whatever. Boob. <laughs> I'm a fan of like whatever you got, you got to make it, you know, work for pay you. the bills. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with that. <laughs> I think you're probably right, though. She probably has a lot of thoughts about feminism that are based on the fact that she was the. That probably the talk focus. more about her own yeah. experience than anything her else. Her reaction. Also, why are we turning to her in this moment of crisis for Listen, thoughtful words? I don't, I mean, can we, can, I mean. There are so many times we turn to celebrities who are ill-equipped to have, uh, you know, any sort of guiding thoughts on things, and, and we still let them do it. I'm yeah. looking at you, Jenny McCarthy. All right, when we come back she's here... She's still a thing. Well, I mean, she's, she lives in the world, but you'll remember, like, she was, like, 99% of the reason that people truly believed that, uh, that in modern culture that, um, that autism was caused by vaccinations. Where did she ever come up with that? Well, she's got a child who's on the autism spectrum. No, no, spectrum. no, I know that, but... And I'm sure she... I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sure she... Because there was an actual study that said that. Which was then proven... Which was then proven, A, proven wrong, and B, even uh, rescinded by the person who put it forward yeah. as saying... Who intentionally like, lied about this. Yeah, his, his I lies. lied about this. Yeah. So, but I think that there was a time where people kind of went along with that, and she got on the topic and wouldn't let it go, and there you go. And the rest is history. Again, you know, as a general rule, whether it's Goop, uh, whether it's... Uh, what's her name? You just said her name. Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy, mm-hmm. whether it's Pamela Anderson. Maybe don't trust these people, these mm-hmm. celebrities, to give you science. Good, good call. How about good just call. focus on scientists? Maybe. Let's just focus on the scientists giving okay. us the science. When we All come right. back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, I have some... This is going to sound so dorky, but it is so cool. I have dinosaur news for you. <gasps> dinosaurs! Um, it is fascinating what they have learned to do with dinosaur scales. Do we get to bring them back? I don't know. Maybe. Find out wow. after this on right. the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. We're talking with Tim Mahoney. You gotta have me in and I'll, uh, I'll make up love songs I could do about you guys. Would you? <laughs> We're having you in to sing some songs. Christmas carols. I forgot the coffee said like, um, hey, Lori. Julia, oh, it's Christmas time. And I think you're so beautiful. I hope you listen to the station because it effing rocks. Christmas rocks. Something like that, you know. Very good, Tim. Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Okay, I've got really cool dinosaur news for you on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that is Bradley Trainer, and we are live at Bodies by Burgoon. I feel like I have to whisper. These guys are working their butts yeah, off we're at their Bodies by Burgoon. Basically I know. I hope it's entertaining. Um, I don't think we're entertaining. We're not entertaining. <laughs> I think they're well, focused on their fitness. They're going to learn something. Everybody's going to learn something right here about dinosaurs. Are you ready for this, Bradley? I am. They have figured out how to turn 
dinosaur scales into feathers. What? Yes. Dinos? Oh, yeah. Because. Because. (laughs) Thank you. Dramatic pause. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You may be thinking, this is ridiculous. What does this mean? Why do I care about this? Well, this is not only, like, huge news about dinosaurs, but this is big news about evolution because they believe that... So here's what they did. They figured out how to turn scales into feathers by changing, like, a molecular structure. Mm -hmm. Then they were able to apply that um, to to the dinosaurs and they think that they have figured out that dinosaurs this biological shift has given us the birds that we know today so in other words you know there's always been some questions this episode is brought to you by jinx the superfood powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about see the results for yourself and try their one month transformation within the first few weeks you'll see how jinx can help with your dog's energy mood and even digestion and it's all thanks to the high quality ingredients they use like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Question about what animals we have on earth today that may have or may not have evolved from dinosaurs. And they're saying that it is entirely possible that the birds that we have today could have evolved from dinosaurs because it is possible well, they definitely did. for scales to turn into feathers. I was just listening actually to a podcast where they talk about um, they were more focused on things like um, colors. Like there's all this research now they can actually, they've gotten fossils that allow them to tell what colors dinosaurs were, which is just amazing to me. I don't even understand how that's possible, but it is. Okay, so wait, what did we learn? I mean, I don't know the science, but I do know that it's possible to learn what the actual colors of dinosaurs are and that there are a lot more bird-like dinosaurs. You know, we all, apparently they thought it was this, like, one dinosaur bird, like, hybrid. Pterodactyl? No. Um, It's called, like, an Archaeopteryx or something, but... It's um, a big word. But there's actually a lot more birdiness in dinosaurs than we once thought. Again, yeah. don't rely on me for your science. Google it. But it is interesting. I've always, my whole life, um, I've always wondered if maybe we were totally wrong about dinosaurs. Like what? Dinosaurs? <laughs> like everything. Were, like, like, what if we put the bones English? together weird and they're not actually, they weren't, didn't actually well, they look to do like that. that? Right. Like, they would just put them all together weird. And then you'd, like, guess what a dinosaur looked like. Or, like, how did we know what color they were? What what sound they made? I do know that we have a very, like, small appreciation of the types of dinosaurs that were on the planet. Like, compared to the total, like, we have only seen a very small sliver. But how do we know that? That's the thing I find amazing. Science. Science. Yeah, I mean, again, how does a light turn on? I I don't got no idea. (laughs) How electricity works? Anybody? Nope. Didn't think so. Would you just hit your head? Yeah. Oh. I didn't get any sleep last night. It's okay. 
By the so, way, we're about 20 minutes from probably totally going off the rails. Yeah, so uh, stay tuned if you uh, love watching people melt down li- on live radio. <laughs> You've been close uh, a couple times. Yeah, Thank you, getting a little, Thank you. Getting a little close. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that for free. Um, did you watch any good TV this weekend? <gasps> okay. I did kind of. So first of all, can we talk really quickly about the Carol Burnett special? Yeah. Because that was on last night. Then remind me, I've, I do have an actual science-related television oh, okay. story to share okay, with Okay, so we watched, we watched the uh, Carol Burnett special, which was, I mean, it was, it was fine. Like, I heard it was meh, and I heard it was just kind of clunky. It was clunky, and, and I didn't... Produced. What I wanted to see was my favorite. I wanted to see them all the way through, like some of my favorite sketches, like Mrs. Wiggins. I love those sketches. Mrs. Hoiggins? Mrs. Hoiggins. The one where they have the intercom, and they're trying to figure out... That one is so funny, and that's classically funny. But they would play like little pieces of little um, of sketches, and then they would do like these interviews, and the interviews were like, meh, like this whole thing with Jim Carrey and... A letter, whatever. I didn't care about that. Do you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of that time that um, Lucille Ball was on Three's Company. I don't remember that. She she like hosted a special. Oh. She wasn't on as a character, but it, there was like a an anniversary episode, mm-hmm. and she came on and was like, "These crazy kids," and you just no. like I don't I don't want to see Jim Carrey talk about. Carol Burnett. No. I want to see Carol Burnett and I want to learn about the history of what was going on behind the scenes. Me too. And so I found it more fascinating when like Bob Mackie came on to talk and oh. Bob Mackie who did all of, I mean, literally everything they wore on that show, Bob that Mackie designed. A, that man is a national treasure. Seriously. Um, and so I thought I found that fascinating, but not so much when they were just chit-chatting with, with other um, comedians. That just wasn't fun or funny to me. Also, I felt like I could, I felt like the disdain between Vicki Lawrence and uh, Carol Burnett was palpable. Well, I mean, uh, we can understand right? and relate to Carol Burnett because Vicki Lawrence, worst, worst oh. guest ever. But, you know, she's coming, Carol Burnett is coming to the Orpheum, I believe, um, in yeah, June. I, and I was like, I, I want tickets. Can I disabuse you of any notion that you should go? Yeah, what? I mean, I love the Orpheum and I love Hennepin Theater Trust and I want you to go and support them. So go see it, especially if you haven't. But... I went to the, I went to the, I, I'm assuming it's the same because I looked when I saw that she was coming again to see what kind of show and it sounds mm-hmm. very much like what she did before, which is an e- it's like an evening with Carol Burnett and she'll sit Meaning there. there's and, nothing planned. She's well, just going to sit on the stage. She's supposed to answer questions, okay. right? So I thought, oh, this will be fun because you're just going to get to like poke her and prod her with like what happened behind the scenes and who was like the drunkest and who was, you know, spreading STDs. And is Vicki Lawrence really as uh, un- unpleasurable as uh, we have always thought? We've experienced her to be. And not unpleasurable that was the wrong word yeah. unpleasant unpleasant i think we're just going to leave that over there and i'm going to okay. continue talking thank you uh and so here's what happened <clears throat> somebody would go hey carol which was your favorite episode and she'd be like well i really like that one and everybody's like oh and then somebody would go carol i lost my leg last year when i was crossing the street can i get a hug and she'd be like, later. And then Did she somebody, give any hugs? And then somebody else would come up and be like, Carol, my mom's foot fell off last year. And can I get a hug? And then we're all like, okay, so I didn't come here to watch Carol give a bunch of sad people hugs. Okay. And <laughs> also, she did, did you know we had so many people in the Twin Cities? Losing with, limbs. <laughs> with just I'm one sorry. Leg. It, it, it's just the first thing that comes to <laughs> uh-huh. mind because I'm a horrible human being. But, um, but yeah, it was literally that. And so by the end of it, I was like, I kind of want my money back, Carol Burnett. Also, she didn't give me a satisfactory answer to the question I've always had, which is why can't I just watch all of the 
Carol Burnett show uh, from start to finish. Thank you. Why can I only watch these like best of clips? I don't want that. Or, like, I want I have the to whole buy like some show. Time Life series, blah, no. blah, blah. No. And it's all because she, if I remember correctly, I think she owns the rights to all that. And like what, whoever is advising her on how to make money off of that stuff is a horrible, horrible person. Right. Because in every other television collection, you'd be able to go online, right. buy it in its entirety, watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So anyway, did you, what did, did you like the show? I would, or? I, I would say if, if you've never seen her, I'm glad I went. So if you've wanted okay. to see her live, go do it because she's not going to be with us forever. Well, I'm sorry. I, I might just raise my hand and tell her a sob story and see if I can get a hug out of her. What if I'm one of those people? Then you're going to be that annoying person that nobody... Yeah, but you know what? If you can't beat them, join them. I'm just saying. I would rather beat them <laughs> within an inch of with, their life. With their extra leg. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, did you, what, did you, um, what did you watch this weekend? Oh, I was going to tell you, since we were on the topic of science in the last uh, couple seconds before we leave, there's a show that's on PBS right now. You can watch it actually through Netflix or if you've got PBS.org. Uh, on your tape. Um, it's called The Farthest, mm -hmm. and it's about the Voyager uh, mission. Oh, cool. Uh, Voyager 1 and 2. It's celebrating its uh, 40th anniversary, and it's basically two spacecraft that hurtled off into uh, throughout the solar system, mm -hmm. and then in the last few years have actually gone beyond our solar system for the first time. Humanity is actually hurtling towards outer space. Is this, a, um, is this like a... A multi-episode uh, no, series. Just it's episode. just one episode. Yep, I okay. think. Yeah, but it, it's just it's beautifully shot. Um, you know, you, you learn a lot of history. From, it's all the stories of the people who were there making these mm. this mission happen. That's really interesting. And uh, if you love science, you'll love that. So, all right, Bye. we've got a big question for you. What is it? On the other side of this, have you ever been shamed online for something? And if so, mm. what did you do about mm. it? Okay. Because there's a celebrity who recently got shamed, and uh, we're going to talk about that and your experience after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Okie doke. My Talk 1071. Everything. You talking to me? You talking to me? Entertainment.